Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the show. Uh, today, we are chopping it up with Camo Lionheart Part 2. Uh, Cam just finished his breathwork course and uh, just got back from Guatemala. So we're going to talk about his experiences with both of those, as well as some of the uh, the plant medicines that have helped us on our personal journey. So uh, love Camo, love talking with him, and uh, I hope you get something from the conversation. We'll see you on the other side. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the show. I am so happy to uh, bring back one of my homies, my brother, my spiritual brother, my just life brother, uh, fucking Camo Lionheart, man. Fucking so excited to have you back. Rawr. <laughs> and uh, I know this is the, uh, so I've, I've, I've only been doing this podcast for, let's see, there's 17 episodes out now, so it's not been that long, and Camo was the very first guest that I have on, and so I was like, man, why am I bringing back another guest? You might be asking that the same thing. Well, here's your answer. Uh, Cam has, uh, been doing a breathwork, uh, course for the past eight months, right? Nine months, almost a year or so. Nine months now, yeah. And, um, and it just finally coalesced in Guatemala and you had your final ceremonies and the, the, the finishing of your, your breathwork seminar or workshops and things that you've been working on, which I've been so grateful to be a part of on the sidelines, watching you grow with all this and being experiential through some of the, um, you're, you're practicing a lot of this, some of this stuff on, on myself, Monica, you know, your friends and stuff around us. And, uh, and so I've been, it's been so beautiful to watch you grow with the knowledge you've been gaining and now to see the confidence that you have with all of that knowledge and all of that experience and just what you're going to do with it is, is so beautiful and inspiring to me. Uh, that I thought we would just like just chat about that for a while, man. Like what your breathwork journey was like, and uh, and the the coursework that you did, and you know what what you really got out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, brother. Um, thank you for that intro. Yeah, and thank you for having me back. Um, always an honor just to be able to sit and talk with you. I know. Whether I mean, it's like brainstorming earlier right? for <laughs> our beautiful workshops and men's circles and different things coming up, mm -hmm. um, collaborations and co-creations to just brotherhood chatting. And then this is really exciting because everybody else gets to hear it. Right. And, yeah. Um, I love that layer of vulnerability and also connection that this has begun to create between mm -hmm. me and so many of the community listening as well as me and listening to other people and being like oh hey oh my god your podcast with adam was amazing i'm so lit and inspired to like do this today or awesome create this offering or yeah well that's you know that's one of the purposes we do this you know i wanted to you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be surrounded by who I consider to be amazing people with, with really cool esoteric kind of knowledge. And, uh, and I thought that, you know, be a great way to share it by throwing the podcast out there. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that it's working. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. It's working. Yes, it's working. Yes. Now I just got to find ways to make money at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, uh, so I, you know, I was, I remember when COVID first happened, first started, and you were talking about doing this breath work. And uh, I think you might have been talking about it beforehand, before that started, and weighing your options, whether this was the right thing for you to do. And uh, and I was so excited when you finally pulled the trigger and was like, yeah, I'm doing this. Don't care what it costs. I'm gonna, it's, it's an investment in me and my, my, my knowledge, my, my future, my practice. And, 
And so again, being a recipient of some of that practice that you've been able to share with me and looking forward to much more because I'm, I'm sure your knowledge base is farther than what I've been able to experience so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, uh, so what, what led you to this actual program that you ended up going with? Dark nights of the soul, bro. Oh, um, yeah. that's not a bad, I feel time. like it was coalescing to breath my my work my work that i needed to do for myself mm-hmm. and also something that i was bringing to the public in different yoga classes while public breath <laughs> while public yoga classes were happening regularly <laughs> able for, to be there you know 40 classes a week and all of that at different studios right. um i was really guiding breath so i would guide a level two class at B1 mm-hmm. yoga here in Kirkland and be like, oh, we're going to drop into a pranayama right now. And that would be one of the things that make, that took it from just, uh, not to a take away from class. it, but like, oh, we're going to do a vinyasa flow and that's mm-hmm. going to be the main focus. And you're going to ujjayi breath if you want to, and to going into, oh, we're going to do this specific breath we're Mm going to bring breath of fire in because i want you to sweat today and i want you to be warm because we're going to go into grasshopper pose or you know blah 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 yeah um intentional breath and prior to you know like we're all carrying different wounds different stories different um mistaken beliefs which i think i talked about Mm. on our first show that we're not always aware of right um we might see the uh effects of it on our life say i'm triggered and now i'm angry and i'm taking that anger out on somebody rather than seeing where it came from so in that um having a very specific dark night of the soul last year about Mm. the time of COVID after a beautiful vacation um, where my partnership at the time transformed into something different Mm -hmm. and being in a place where I felt alone and seeking more tools to get rid of that feeling Hmm. where I at that point in my life had learned that alcohol is not going to fix it right substances aren't going to help it um turns out a relationship a loving relationship isn't also not going to fix it right okay what do I need to do to like be okay Mm mm-hmm and be, in essence, a whole person on my own. So that's where I started all of these processes. And breathwork was one of the strongest practices that I had ever experienced. And I had only done two, maybe three actual breathwork sessions where we use the conscious connected breath and really activating And so when I saw online that um, the school I went to was offering free breathworks, it's called uh, Alchemy of Breath, and they do Breathe the Worlds every Sunday. Mm. 
Um, I have also a lot of friends who do free breath works on Sundays, but so yeah, reach out to me yeah. if you're called to do any of that work. Um, but I decided to try them out mm -hmm. and this was during COVID on my own in my little healing space at my house yeah. and having huge reactions, like not reactions, huge transformations for lack of a better word. Like mm. things are coming up and I get to work with them now. Right. And that led me to wanting to do a course in it and being called to the Alchemy of Breath course based on the length of time, the amount of time, mm -hmm. um, and the amount of knowledge that was being offered. So it was an eight-month course. Right. Um, eventually, an in-person, as they call them, breath camps happen. Mm -hmm. And they do them online as well right now, just based on the climate of um, the world right. and travel, etc. Mm. But... Mm, yeah, so that that was really a, a calling for me to dive into myself mm. so that I could be a greater container. Right. Um, not only for my own emotional intelligence to navigate why do I feel lonely and then want to do these things? Why do I get angry so then I shrink? Mm. I want to disappear and... I don't have any ground to stand on that is actually my own. Right. Um, and so really gaining that, as you said earlier, the confidence in myself and like the feeling, the resource feeling of like, I am whole and connected spirit in a body. And mm. I actually don't need anybody else. It doesn't mean I don't want anybody else <laughs> right, in my yeah. life. Yeah. But that's... That was really the intention and the 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 why mm. um, for my own personal self, and then for my practices and sharing these things is like, oh, now I have created a deeper vessel for me to hold space for you right. in this work, and or you listening to go into whatever needs to come up for you and. A uh, big lesson in the training was like, what wants to come up will come up right. and it'll show itself in one way or another. <laughs> and so having the tools ahead of time to go, oh, I know that something might come up. Mm -hmm. Let me have the emotional intelligence and the capacity to step back, know that I am a whole complete person recognize that my emotions are mine and not mm. anybody else's they're not created by anybody else no matter what they do and now i'm able to function and communicate in a way that's less aggressive yeah i know yeah I, th it's a, I think that's important to um to have some of the therapeutic dialogue around some of the stuff that potentially could come up before it all starts to come up I think that's where a lot of times we uh, we see danger in uh, and I quote unquote danger in uh, in some of the holistic healing is that we we see these practices that have massive effects and are very very beautiful that that are used but we might take for granted that just because it's quote unquote breath work 
that it might not be that anybody can do it and you don't need the guidance in it but there's still guidance that should be had to doing some of that the holotropic breath work and some of the somatic responses that we have in our bodies just so you can frame the context around what to do and also what to do when things start to come up because we bury shit for a reason Mm -hmm. and if you're not ready for that thing that happened to you 40 fucking years ago to come back up and deal with that in a healthy way then you know build that build that side of it up too to be ready to deal with the stuff because we got to deal with it but sometimes when we tear that wound open if we're not ready to process what's what's underneath that that could be more dangerous than just leaving it there yeah you know and that gets me back to again like what wants to come up will come up right and innately that means that you are ready for it but you on your own might not be ready for it yeah that's where we have our mentors and dear friends like you are for me and that means we have our facilitator our healer our therapist all the community that we as humans can lean on if Mm -hmm. we choose to right and so you know asking for the help is the first step i have a client today who is coming in and she pretty much started all of the work without even seeing me yet okay but it was initiated by her reaching out and her going oh i really want to do this work Mm -hmm. made the commitment and um has already started before she even came and saw me right and that's the beauty of like oh i'm reaching out i'm saying hey i need help with this or Mm. you know i've one of the beautiful parts about breath work that i love is that i can feel so connected to something greater than me after a 30 minute 60 minute breath work Mm -hmm. it's like for a decent amount of time and i'm just lit and connected and so oh i'm feeling disconnected this is my why for coming to a yoga class Mm. coming to camo for breath work i need oh reiki's calling me right now or you know i actually am dealing with some real things maybe talk therapy would be exactly what i need right um i don't want to like take away anything from any of the modalities right so um yeah you're you're ready for everything that's coming to your life and coming up for you right it's just a matter of do you have the skills yet to process it yeah and that's you know up to seeking and asking yeah i I mean it could be that's part of the work itself right it's like it's gonna come up it's ready to be dealt with are you prepared to reach out to find your ways to to soften this as you find your way to heal through it yeah Yeah, i like that i appreciate that yeah and so through this eight month training i really got to experience a really beautiful full circle yeah um the example the direct example being when my previous partner left me or left the house that we were living mm-hmm. um as we're still close and co-collaborating on different projects Definitely. but um when she left the house that we were living in she sent me a song mm. and in that moment i felt so alone so abandoned so wounded like a little baby mm. that I was on my kitchen floor listening to that song on repeat, bawling, just 
ugly crying all over the place. Right, yeah. And a beautiful experience mm-hmm. to like release so much in that way. But looking back, it was, oh, because I felt whole because somebody else was a part of my life right. rather than feeling whole. And I get to enjoy somebody else in my life, right? right? Yeah. And so go through the summer, then breathwork training started in September and mm-hmm. lots of breathing, breathing at least once a week, plus guiding breathworks for other friends like you, friends in the same program that I was in, receiving breathwork because we all needed to have a certain amount of um, one-on-ones as well as a certain amount of public breathworks or mm. like not necessarily in person like, because of the world right yeah, now. Right. Um, and that went on for eight months. A lot of books about... So we read some beautiful books. I think Conscious Loving by Gay Hendricks was one of the mm. most profound um around co-commitments that we make not only with others but to ourselves Mm. um or to oneself um some books about trauma and just like how it works rather than like oh this is exactly how you're gonna heal it (laughs) but definitely some art to navigating like deepen my understanding of what trauma can be Mm. and where it can come from and how it can be triggered and it's like the triggers can be anything but like ultimately like the traumas are things that we're all actually sharing right and the story around the trauma is unique to the person but ultimately the same results happen and it doesn't matter what the story actually was right the body's still feeling the trauma exactly and that's where breath work somatic work massage even or reiki and yoga can all be places where these emotions and these stored patterns can be released and or seen so that they can be understood and released Mm. and worked with rather than being unconscious and continuing to be oh this happens and then i get mad and i hit somebody or i yell or i constantly end up getting in car accidents after i get new tires or i don't know right yeah sometimes we 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 notice patterns happening but we're we're purposefully not looking for the reason yeah and when we can start to understand like yeah what that trigger is like why did i just get mad at my dog why did i just you know like yell at my kids whatever Mm -hmm. it is you know where did that come from we can start to really start to find that healing exactly and uh and i and i i really echo what you're saying about just finding finding the the right you right the 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 purposeful you the conscious you to step forward and to be the person that you are you're aware of Mm -hmm. right there's uh for me it was about 32 right 32 Mm -hmm. is when i found that i was uh going through relationship to relationship to relationship and never really found out who i was as a human being yeah and i had a, a pretty uh I wouldn't say dramatic uh, separation, but we, you know, we were together for a while and, you know, things were looking good. You know, I was an asshole, so clearly it didn't work out. Um, but you know, instead, and, and, but that was my catalyst to, uh, you know, normally I would, I would go to the bar and deal mm-hmm. with it that way. And, uh, and I just started doing yoga at the time. And, and I, so I, instead of going to the bar, I went to the yoga and I went to do yoga and then Tang and I talked about meditation. So I went home, started meditating and that's how I started finding myself and, you know, finding the person that I was proud to be so I could show up and be, 
helpful to people if they needed it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really appreciate what you're saying with that is, you know, try to fill, find, fill your cup before you can start to fill others, you know, get yourself right for service before you can be service to other people. Right, right. Um, you know, cause we can try as hard as we want, but and, and that doesn't mean you have to be a perfect human being by no means, you know, but just find out who you are, Yeah. you know? Yeah. It also doesn't mean like, oh, I don't feel like a whole person and I'm leaning on this other person. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, you have to end your marriage and yeah. you, like separate from your kids. <laughs> like, but what can you do now to, if you're feeling that to mm. begin to really hold that authenticity within yourself so that you can continue to show up better and better for those people. Right. And that doesn't mean those people will join you in that path, but you can be on that path. Yeah. And continue to show up better for those people. Right. Um, so that was some of the learning from that course. Um, yeah. Cause you can, I mean, it's, it's your work you're doing on yourself. You can't expect other people to come along on that path with you. Right. right. And that, you know, that goes back to that whole, like, uh, the idea of the inner Buddha in somebody, you know, like you see the inner Buddha as the true person that they are, not the person you wish them to be, mm-hmm. not the Buddha you wish them to be. Like I see yeah. a Buddha inside you underneath all that bullshit. It's like, no, no, no. You right now as the person that you are, I see the Buddha inside of you as the yeah. perfect human being that you are. Mm. Right. Just accept them as that. They yep. want to come along on the, on the journey. They can. If not, let them be on their own. Yep. We're all exactly where we're supposed to be. Yep. Totally. Um, yeah. So that along with like confidence keeps coming up in this conversation, like mm. taking the leap of faith on myself, on the universe, because, yeah, the investment was big. Yeah. Um, I remember you, you were teetering on that for a while. I'm glad. I'm obviously glad you did it. But. Yeah. It was a, a big lesson in trust yeah and i continue to work with that but through that i'm starting to heal a lot of my financial mind things what Mm -hmm. what do we call them um well mistaken beliefs around money there you go my money relationship mind constraints um so full circle finishing the full circle story yeah i'm in breath work uh breath camp in guatemala like made that happen like holy crap i'm in guatemala like this is amazing yeah in breath camp with people that i've been online with for eight months never met in real life Mm -hmm. now we're in aura like hanging out smiling like free yeah and and breathing this was, together. Yeah, so you yeah. did eight months of uh, like Zoom calls and you know stuff like that. You know, not yeah. not in person stuff, yeah. and then finally coalesce into this in person. And I remember you talking about it for the, since it started. You're like, oh yeah, I'm going to be in Guatemala at the end, blah blah blah. I'm like, fucking dope. That sounds yeah. great. And then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, I'm going to Guatemala for five weeks. I'm like, holy shit, it's already been eight months. It's like, happening. God damn. All right. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, I remember the excitement when you left, man. It's still there. Yeah. Um, carrying all of that experience with me now um it was really great in guatemala people were like how long have you guys known each other and it's like oh we met online (laughs) (laughs) um people got a kick out of that that's awesome so yeah just to like wrap this part of the story up coming from my kitchen floor see like crying to this song um that was sent to me to the last breath work of the seven days of breathing together seven days of guiding breath of learning Mm. in person assists for breath and how to really help others bring full breath in to this practice of conscious connected breathing specifically um and 
I'm breathing this final breath work on the Thursday or Friday final final one and the last song that gets played is that song that was sent to me that had me crying on the floor wow and i was laughing yeah so (laughs) hard just like breathing and just like i can't even mimic the laugh yeah because it was just so raw and like innocent and just like oh my god a year ago you were listening to this song crying on the floor and now you're listening to this song completely blissed out because because you love yourself yeah and you don't need to love anybody else uh-huh. but by loving myself i am loving everybody else yeah. and we're all the same so it's like i love that we're all one and it makes it so much easier to love yeah. everybody else oh man you know I've a I've something I've experienced in in my own personal healing is that as I've made benchmarks in my healing it was like okay I've I feel like I'm getting better about this thing I've been working on uh as soon as I build that confidence my I get put back into a situation that makes me go through that motion that I've already that I've been working on and um, part of it, I believe, is one to make sure that, hey, that here's here's your trigger. How you doing? Right. And the other is you've now got so many new tools to deal with things in, in your in your toolbox. So here's that thing that you used to deal with. Here's all the tools that you've amassed. Go deal with it. Make me proud. Right. Mm-hmm. Prove to yourself. Build that confidence that you're over this shit or that you're moving past it. Right. And I think like in that situation, same kind of thing. It's that universe saying, hey, ma- hey, Cam. <clears throat> remember that time you were just crying on the floor? Remember that song? Remember that trigger? Yeah. What do you think now? Yeah. You're laughing now. Yeah. That's fucking great. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. You're moving past that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that. You know, it's that. And, and, you know, don't feel bad if, like, that song makes you cry again. Whatever. You're still processing. But, like, it's just the universe checking back in to be like, hey, we, we got you, man. We're, yeah. we're watching you. You're doing good. Oh, well, that song is definitely a tearjerker. But, yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, I think it was... Kevin Walton, maybe at the Sacred Sons Gathering, I was at maybe on a podcast. Um, the universe will, he he says, mm-hmm. or he spoke, um, the universe will always show you where you're not showing up the way you want to. Mm. So it'll always give you that opportunity mm. to make that choice. Yeah. Do I show up and do this, or do I show up and do that thing that I always used to do? Right. Do I show up in love or do I show up in my fear of losing somebody or my lack of abundance, my lack mentality or, you know, so in that sense, it was like, I guess my lesson was like, oh, my lack mentality says that I can't do this breathwork training because I can't afford the multiple four figures that it's asking me to do. But I'm really called to it, and my person, my energy, and my body is very uplifting and expansive when I think of it. Okay, I'm going to commit to it. Mm-hmm. It's been like a payment plan and stuff, but yeah. through that, it's it's always shown up. Yeah, and that trust in what my intuition is telling me is continuing to build that. Right. Um. So, 
yeah, it was that opportunity that the universe gave me of like, oh, you want to stay in lack mentality and continue that frustrating job that is totally your not self and Mm -hmm. or here's an opportunity that will be a challenge right it'll be hard it'll be testing your ability to handle money and also to receive because receiving is a whole whole game of itself like (laughs) like, i can give really easy Uh but to actually like receive graciously and be open to receiving it especially when it comes to money and lack mentality and findings like when i'm worried about it it i have to work for it right worry equals work bro like yeah uh, that's totally hit my brain right now worry equals work i love worry equals work man (laughs) um whereas like i'm letting go and of that need to control like oh if i do this i'll get that like like trust my innate abilities my learned abilities and trust into the universe or Mm -hmm. whatever source god higher spirit right whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. um and it literally i'm watching it happen in my life right now like unfolding like beautifully and i get to share all my skills yeah you do and all the things that i get to learn and continue to learn and to see the look on my clients faces and hear their their stories just like yeah it's so you know it's beautiful you know, man it's beautiful yeah yeah um, and that trust you know trust is 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 something it's like a muscle we have to strengthen as much as intuition's a muscle we 100%. have to strengthen you know we have to find trust in ourselves we have to you know dip a toe into trust see how it works out don't be dis- discouraged if trust doesn't like work out right away cuz you got to trust in trust right it doesn't always map out the exact way you want it but that's kind of like the healing process mm-hmm. right the healing's going to give you what what you need not what you want mm-hmm. trust is going to give you what you need not what you want right yeah. so you got to you know, figure out what your trust is and find your way to strengthen that muscle. Like with intuition, that's something I'm always trying to work on is intuition and intuition is a trust thing as well, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you have to trust your intuition, right? They're all muscles. You gotta, you gotta strengthen. And you know, in, in a lot of the world that we're in, like we don't really like news outlets, for example, right now, we don't really know who to trust, you know, cause there's so many bashing back and forth. It depends if you're left and right, whatever it is. Like there's just like not a lot of honest truth that you can just really hang your hat on. So strengthen that muscle, you know, find your truth, you know, your truth within yourself, the truth that makes sense to you. And, uh, yeah, strengthen that muscle, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. The intuitive muscle is, uh, is something that, uh, that I've ignored for a long time that, uh, and it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, it was hard to, to put trust in that. And mm-hmm. then, uh, but it's, it's getting there. It's getting there. Well, that makes sense because like a thousand percent our culture is telling us not to yeah. have intuition mm-hmm. that doesn't exist you just need to do this yep you need to get the job go to school go to college get the job start a family start a family retire sick and old and overworked and overworked yep. and bodies broken and maybe you can still go on vacations right maybe not right and then watch your kids do the same thing and i don't know i don't have kids but no there's i just don't feel called to that life anymore yeah um there's a different path and i think that's the thing it's like you know consciously live and walk your path 
you know, we, we don't have to have a cookie cutter of like, this is, this is success. Success mm-hmm. is self-defined, right? Yeah. Success is, is a subjective term, right? You define success. So like my mom and I got in a conversation, uh, I'd say a heated conversation one time about success. And we were talking about universal basic income, which I know is a hot button issue for a lot of people. And, you know, it's not something I'm fully behind, but I like the idea of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we were talking about different ways of uh, funding universal basic income. And one of the ideas that that's kicked around is uh, taxing a lot of the social media companies that are, um, you know, making a lot of money off of advertising and they're free, you know, it's free subscriptions, right? So I get that, but they're taking a lot of our data and they're selling that off and blah, blah, blah. So one of the ideas is to tax back those social media companies, say 1% of their revenue, mm-hmm. 1% of like billions of dollars, right? And that comes back and that can be dispersed out through universal basic income, blah, 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 whatever. And so my mom was like, well, what about their shareholders? <clears throat> Are they going to want X percentage of their money taken away? Well, you know what? They're making billions upon billions upon billions of dollars. We that so they're way over what we would even even put a number on as as feasible success. Like yeah. if you looked at business growth rates <clears throat> and feasible success. Social media companies are far surpassing that shit, right? So even if that was a consideration, it's not even a consideration. Mm -hmm. But if we redefine what success is, why does it have to be 30% profit? Why can't it be 25%? Everybody's still making money. And that money people are making, they're just sitting on anyways. They're not even actually spending it, Mm -hmm. right? So let's reinvest that money back into the people, right? So there's just different ways to think about shit like that. You know, so yeah, my mom and I got a little heated conversation about that. But it's like, you know, we're defining success. We can redefine it and still be successful, mm-hmm. right? That's It's just what we depend on and what we decide on. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. Everything is what we decide on. Fucking mm-hmm. money is nothing except in, but the fact that we've all decided that money is, is something, yeah. right? It's really nothing. We've just all decided that, yeah, we've agreed that money is something, so we're going to use this as currency. Right. It's a decision we've all made. Yeah. Right? So. Man. And I found a really cool way to link this back to breath. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Sorry for that side what tangent. What if <laughs> our currency was that we get to take this next breath? Ah. Because right now, what's happening is that success isn't defined by our ability to live. Right. It's defined by, yeah, like you <clears throat> said, this illu- illusionary idea of dollars. Mm-hmm. When... Like, I'm looking outside this window right now just thinking, like, there's a spot right near my house that used to be all forest, and now it's a complete dust pit waiting for more condos to be built. Right. You know? And, yes, people need places to live. I'm not saying that that's mm-hmm. bad, but we are in a perpetual state of taking away, slowly, our actual ability to breathe on this earth. Mm, yeah. Like, as the trees go away eventually our filtration is going away and we're wondering why the world has been the way it's been this last year and my opinion is very much aligned into how we're treating the earth right and in turn how we're treating our bodies yeah and hence why Mm -hmm. i have been listening to my intuition yeah telling me yoga breath work, energy healing, sound healing, like these tools that are like ancient wisdoms. Mm -hmm. And now we're rebirthing them into this context that can connect with the technologies that we have. That can connect with Western medicine for when we need it. But also we have these 
um, tools that can help to subside things before they get mm-hmm. to the point of needing drugs that create symptoms, <clears throat> right. create symptoms that create symptoms that we keep masking our symptoms. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, and I feel like this last year has been really great for so many to come into themselves. Yeah. Like those who were nearing the path are in it now those who were like maybe not even aware are like diving in like some of my clients right now are like i'm so all in to dive into this work that i've been putting off all my life i've always felt intuitive i've always felt connected to something more and now i'm now i have a permission slip right you know we all slowed down enough to finally listen to our internal head yeah whatever way things happen like people's lives transformed and now there's at least as you said in katya's uh previous podcast mm-hmm. at least one percent of us is pulling some yeah, energy towards we're moving it this mentality yeah. um yeah yeah there is a there's uh definitely an opening for i think people to understand that they want to take the journey into finding why they're just chronically unhappy Mm -hmm. and that's that's subjective to the person but like there's just you know i think we finally you know the the whole world slowed down you know and i have one statement to make i love how people are like save the world save the planet it's like the world's gonna be fine the planet's Mm -hmm. fine we're saving humanity let's be self we we need to be be realistic we're being selfish we need to save humanity the world will be just fine Mm -hmm. it'll it'll regenerate itself it's just fine but uh but you know that now that the world slowed down is the humanity side you know, we were able to finally <clears throat> not just go to work 70 hours a week and forget about why we're so in, in so much pain. We're not jumping from job to job to job, you know, and, you know, not to say that having to slow down because of COVID didn't cause its own problems for a lot of people. But I think for a lot of people, it gave people the, the understanding that, okay, I'm slowing down. I'm taking away all this, the, the, the things that I mask all of my stressors with, the things that I don't show up to, 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 to face in front because I hide behind, you know, whatever thing it is, what it's like over sports, over like, fuck, for me, it was over yoga. Like I was doing like 12 classes a week, you know, plus teaching 10, right? You know, so, you know, having that ability to slow down and really just look at yourself and what was going on and be like, oh shit, man, I'm, I need some help. You know, and, and so, you know, thankfully, you know, I'm in a position to where I'm able to offer some help for people, hold space for people to do that. And, but, you know, having myself understand that I need that, you know, I came to you for a couple sessions, you know, and you helped me through some things. And, uh, you know, so I think it's really, you know, taking the time that you need to find, to listen to that voice inside of you. It's a, that saying like, Hey man, like ego aside, we're fucking, we need some help, man. We're broken. We've done some things in our life that we're not proud of. We've been a part of some things that we don't understand. Um, I'm ready to fucking get through this shit, you know? So with, uh, one of the things with, uh, with breath work and somatic healing and the stuff that we can do to ourselves to find our own healing, which is, you know, to me, it's very obvious, but I know it's not to everybody. Uh, but you know, I still come across people that, you know, will say, Hey, this is what's going on with me. All right, cool. All right, so here's a, uh, after I listen to them, okay, so here's a breath thing that you can do that could help you out. No, I don't want to do that. Okay, why not? Because I've taken a pill for that. Okay, cool. Well, here's something you don't need a prescription for. You don't need anything but your own personal time 
there's no side effects that are bad. Yeah. You know, this is just you and your breath. Here you go. No, I don't want to do that. So like, I still get a lot of like a lot of pushback from stuff like that. The, the things that we can do to ourselves to heal ourselves. Um, and, and I'm not asking to how to cure that mentality, but like, how do you, how do you meet that in a, in a way that is approachable for somebody that is that stubborn as to like, no, just Western medicine. I just want to take pills and just deal with the side effects. Or is that even a thing that, that this point, most likely they haven't reached out to me. That makes Um, sense. Okay. I'm. So little history. I used to be involved in Young Life, which is a Christian fundamentalist organization for the youth. Mm -hmm. Um, And in all honesty, in junior high when I was involved, it was because the cute girls went. Um, And so why not? Yeah. I just have to like learn about God. God's pretty cool in my opinion. Like whatever. Like. And within that, I always felt really conflicted by trying to push the idea of God on other people. Um, Believe this, Hmm. you know? Um, Yeah. Hey, come to this thing. We're going to like play in like a bouncy tent and hear some rock music being played and hear some stuff about God. Yeah, Yeah, cool. Um, inviting to that felt a little bit better. Um, so that's, I guess, more of what I kind of lead with is I have an open invitation to work with anybody Mm. if they're called to work with me, if they're called to work with their breath, if they're called to do the work, if they're called to, you know, okay, none of the work that I'm offering is super easy like if you want a reiki session beautiful i can do that and you can just chill mm-hmm. but getting there and being still can be a challenge for right. people right yeah. so i won't say any of it's easy yeah um with that like so there's an open invitation that you also relay out to people mm-hmm. um and if they're called to they'll contact me and they'll be ready yeah um so I want to lead by example in as many ways as I possibly can. So yeah. that's where I've kind of found a liking for social media and like sharing my story and like being like, hey, I live my life like this. And that could be of interest to you. That could not be. Yeah. Um, if somebody asks me about breathwork, I'll tell them. And I won't be like, this is going to change your life. You need to do this. Yeah. It's like oh, shoot, you're suffering from stress. Well, try this breath practice out. and Or you're, yeah. Yeah, just drop, dropping little nuggets of knowledge here and there. Exactly. You, you they... feel really disconnected from everybody. Oh, well, there's a breath practice for that. It's called the coherence breath. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I don't, I'm not here to convince anybody of anything. Yeah. Is basically it. And it's very experiential for me, what I've experienced mm-hmm. um, and embodied to be sharing with others and maybe they'll have a similar or different experience, but yeah. it'll be an experience either way. Right. And yeah. it could be the experience where they are choosing to continue to take pills for things that they actually don't need to. Right. If they put in a little bit of effort, like I won't have a 
beer belly if I don't drink beer and do core workouts. Right. Like that won't happen, but <laughs> I, I have to do the work, right. which is resist drinking alcohol right. and do the freaking crunches, right? Yeah. So some things take more works, but I feel like the benefits of doing the work is actually outweighing in my experience the the easy way out yeah like oh yeah take that pill and have these other three effects which then lead to needing three more pills which, right yeah so i think in in my opinion it kind of just goes back to uh to a conscious state of living right you're consciously living you're consciously yes. aware of what you're doing why you're doing it and how you're doing it um you know like uh it's funny my kids give me a lot of shit about um we use, uh, we make our own house cleaners, right? Mm -hmm. it's oil, essential oil-based cleaners and stuff yeah. like that. And so, like, for example, you know, we have a degreaser that is made from essential oils. You spray it on. It's got to set for a little bit, you know, so it can activate and then you wipe it up. Not a big deal, but it, it does, it's not instant clean like like mm. 409 yeah. or whatever it is, right? And uh, and so my kids are like, why don't, why don't we have to let it set? Why do we edit, agitate? Why is it not foaming? It's like, okay, well, check it out, right? So not everything is instant, Right. This this product, right? This say this four oh nine. Yes, it's instant. You spray it on, it'll dissolve it. You don't even have to wipe it off, right? But that's going to get into our water system, which is going to make it very difficult for us to separate those chemicals out of our water system, right? And so, if I just put this chemical, this uh, this chemical aside, make my own essential oil based cleaners that are very water soluble, use that. Wait a minute. Use a little elbow grease take the time to consciously look at that stain and get it out, you know, and then, you know, then it goes into the water. It's, it's really easily to, uh, to separate that out. Right. It's not a chemical. It's, I've taken a little bit more time with my life to consciously take care of this, this mess I've personally made, right. Let's mm -hmm. say it's like coffee I spilled or something. Uh, instead of just like spraying this chemical on it, wiping it away and then just calling it good and then just letting that pollute our water system. Right. So, and I think that's like an analogy for a lot of just the life, right? We, we see a thing, we want instant gratification from that thing or because of that thing. And so we take the pill, we do the line, we do f whatever the drug is or whatever it is. Right. And then we feel the thing, right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not, it doesn't always have to be quick and instantaneous. Like, it's work because it's fucking work, yeah. right? And it's work because, like, we've done a lot of damage to ourselves, whether we realize it or not, whether we've intended to or not. Mm -hmm. And to undo that work isn't always, like, a snap of the finger. It's not an instant realization. It's yeah. not, like, a momentary, like, just thing that just happens and you just get clarity, right? Yeah. It's not samadhi, mm -hmm. right? It's work you have to do because the work shows that you're consciously putting in the effort to undo the thing you unconsciously did in the first yeah. place. That's where... You know, cold plunges or breath work is right. like, oh, stop whatever that process is that's happening. Yeah. So when I was quitting cigarettes, it was jump in the shower right now. Like mm. I'm having a really, or call you. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm having a really strong like tunnel vision, wanting a cigarette, mm. shower clothes on doesn't matter like shower really like, okay cool man as soon as possible get in that shower yeah luckily it's like easy access but um mental habit break so like oh breath work i'm gonna now take even 30 seconds to like breathe really deeply and recharge my energy because i or process some energy out mm -hmm. of me so oh this is happening and i'm frustrated and i 
okay, I can take a transformational breath to calm or uh, like I really need to move this anger. Like let's maybe use breath of fire and, <laughs> and build that energy and then do some holds at the end hmm. and let it all kind of subside because while we charge the body up with the breath, we're connecting esoterically, we're connecting to the life force energy. Mm-hmm oxygen (laughs) right which is connecting us to the trees which is connecting us to our brothers and sisters who are all breathing Mm -hmm. and every living being is connected through that breath ubuntu man yeah Yeah. so we get the opportunity so easily to stop whatever that is in the tracks Mm. and go oh i can slow down for the moment take some breaths whether it's whatever breath work or Mm. cold plunge or you know do I really need to use this chemical to clean this? Because I know it's affecting the trees that are helping me breathe outside. Right. Or the algae in the ocean. Should I wear this sunscreen because it's convenient at this store right next to the beach? Or I know that there's that place that sells like really safe sunscreen right. up the road, but I forgot to get it on the way down to the beach. And it's like another 10 minutes or I have to get in the car, but... It's helping the oceans right. to yeah. not die. Yep. Conscious so living. We continue to be able to breathe because the algae's in the ocean. The trees are able to continue to thrive. Yep. We've yeah. become so convenienced that everything that isn't right next to us seems like an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, why not? Why? Okay. So, yeah, I'm not going to. Okay. I could put peppermint oil down to get rid of these ants and they could just safely go away. Or I could put Ajax down and it's going to like chemically kill them. And not only that, but they're going to carry all this chemical back through the yard, back to their ant, you know, farm and then, you know, kill all the bunch of shit on the way there. Mm. Right. It's like, ah, man. Like, yeah. why are we, are we so egotistical about this shit? You know? Oh, oh man. But, yeah, read Braiding Sweetgrass. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a great book. Jessica, yeah. uh, big shout out, Jessica. She uh, she uh, had me reading that. I, I when I was doing um, Yin and Story Time for a little while. Oh yeah, I, uh, I, I was had thinking uh, about bringing it to yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I did. Uh, yeah, I did uh, a couple of stories out of Braiding Sweetgrass. That yeah. was great. But uh, so back to uh, uh, back to Guatemala. So. One of my favorite things about your trip in Guatemala was uh, your plant medicine experience, hmm. and uh, and you know it's funny because um, it's you know synchronicity just happens in beautiful ways. And um, a friend of mine, uh, Hannah, who I had on the the podcast not too long ago, uh, introduced me to Hape. Uh, the idea of hape, I'd, I'd heard about it beforehand in a bunch of different uh, podcasts and just you know ceremonial stuff that I've worked with. <clears throat> and uh, but I'd never experienced it myself, mm. and uh, and I'd always uh, you know known it to be a part of an ayahuasca ceremony, and uh, and so I originally didn't know it could be used on its own. I was always thought it was part of ceremony, and then so when Hannah started bringing it up, and she's like, okay, that's interesting, and she talked to me about her experience with it, and uh, and it definitely piqued my interest. I love plant medicines; they work really well with my body, and uh, and then uh, so I, I ordered some, and I was like, I can't wait to share this with Camo. I'm so excited. And uh, in back of my mind somewhere, I'm like, he's in Guatemala. I'm guaranteed that motherfucker is going to be doing some hape or some some kind of plant medicines and stuff. And uh, so I was not really surprised when you came back and you had hape. And I was like, oh, 
fucking awesome, man. This is great. I love the experience of this with you. Um, so that was, I mean, I've, I've had a beautiful experience with Hoppe so far, um, with others and with myself. Um, but you also experienced some different plant medicines that, that I'm not super familiar with. Um, would you mind talking about those a little bit? Yeah, I can talk about that process a bit. Um, long story short, trust and surrender. Yeah. (laughs) Um, amen. So like I was mentioning that I was getting to know these people through this course for eight months and Mm -hmm. then we were all going to Guatemala to be in this kind of, uh, graduation. And a few of us decided to like travel together and go see Guatemala and, Mm -hmm. Uh, somebody had asked like oh if anybody knows plant medicine ceremonies happening there like we should totally do that and i was kind of like yeah you know whatever like not really super interested to seek it out Hmm. um always been interested in the specifically the plant medicine ayahuasca Mm -hmm. which is a grandmother um vine um very psychedelic and um can be very life-changing yeah uh i'll go into a little bit about that but mostly i think the biggest learning that i took from the entire experience was again trust and surrender because once we got to guatemala Mm. we were in antigua i met up with a friend who i knew had known from living in hawaii and she was like oh i'm going to an ayahuasca ceremony um this saturday and they're here for three weeks are you still in town like yeah like we actually are still in Guatemala during that time. Yeah. And then another friend of mine from Pan- Panama, um, both of them were connected, was going to be there too. And okay, so there's two people, plus all of us are here, and they're offering ceremony. And then we get to our breath camp graduation uh, week retreat. Mm-hmm. And our facilitator, our teacher, over the last nine months at that point... Um, she was also going to be at the ceremony that we were considering going to. Oh, nice. So it was a, well, I guess it's one of those moments that the universe is going, you have this opportunity. You can take it. Yeah. You don't have to, but right. you could. And so we, the four of us decided that we would sit with the two shamans that were going to be there. Mm. And it was quite an experience so the plant medicine specifically that we worked with was sananga mm-hmm. which is a root that's ground up and it becomes uh eye medicine right so it's eye drops and then uh rape or hape mm-hmm. which is the ground tobacco and different plant ashes mm-hmm. um that one gets um uh, blown up the nose mm-hmm. each nostril yeah each nostril um there are applicators that you can self-medicate mm-hmm. um consciously ceremonially right. preferred because it's tobacco it is addictive yeah um so i get to be extra conscious <laughs> with my history so you don't have to take cold showers with your clothes on anymore yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> preferably not with your right. clothes on <laughs> preferably with the clothes off on an alpine lake of there the you mountains go by choice not by (laughs) needing to stop a habit um and then nishipa as they call it by ayahuasca Hmm. and that's 
a vine and a leaf ground and boiled to create this thick licorice tasting syrup. Mm-hmm. Um, plant medicine isn't for everybody. If right. you're called to it, it'll show up for you when it's necessary or when it's time for you. Um, you can seek it out. There's lots of retreat centers for ayahuasca specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were the three that were at that ceremony with the shamans from Brazil. And fuck, dude, they had full headdresses yeah. and face paint. And it was truly an epic experience. Um, to go into just a little bit about it, there is a purge effect from ayahuasca, sometimes from uh, hape, mm-hmm. depending on the dosage. Um, later in Mexico, when I went to an actual, like, just a uh, hape ceremony, I did have a purge, which was actually really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, purging can be sweating, it can be throwing up, it can be crying, it can be it a can lot of be different things. A whole lot of things. Yeah. This was just getting energy out. Puking. Puking, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so back to the ayahuasca ceremony beautiful experience of an indigenous brazilian tribes culture Mm -hmm. and that was their intention for being there cool so the yeah i had a very eye-opening went through the veil experience on the first night Mm. um and then the second night was their last night in guatemala and they kind of ran low on the ayahuasca so we all had very gentle experiences where like i was saying earlier the universe will always show you where you're not showing up the way you want to right i had a lot of judgments a lot of anger and frustration that i wasn't having this profound deep experience where this goddess or this plant was showing me the light of the universe right um it was very much like oh I'm angry and frustrated and in judgment. This is not what I experienced last night. Mm. How do I find peace in this? So it was a very, it was exactly what I needed. Mm. Like, um, I, uh, showed me exactly what I needed to work on. Like, okay, (laughs) this is next. Cool. Yeah. Um, I also got to sit with the Kula collective, which is a, yoga teacher training, shamanic training group based in Central America, a couple in Costa Rica, some in Canada. Like, they're kind of all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to do a cacao ceremony, sananga ceremony, and rape ceremony. Mm. So cacao is a medicine that I'm starting to work more with, which is um, you can find it distributed at whole foods i'll be distributing it soon Mm -hmm. um and it's a heart opening activating medicine when it's still pure yeah so um the cacao medicine that i'll be receiving is from oaxaca and it's like hand ground into the paste and never boiled never dried Mm. to the state that like you can get powders here and for better or for worse but i definitely know that a lot of the healing aspects and energetic um activating parts of cacao get lost when they've been over processed Hmm. so um 
yeah, anti-inflammatory is one of the big ones. Mm. And general, like, energy, like, energy boosting, but from, like, a heart coherence space um, is something I want to preserve. Yeah. And what the company that I'll be working with preserves. So more on that on the next podcast. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, so, no, so that's a drink. Um and it's unceremonially honoring the whole process and the ancestors that brought us that medicine to where it's like in our hands and we're drinking it. Lots of intention behind those ceremonies that you and I will be doing one soon. Mm -hmm. um, probably links in bios soon. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Um, and then Sananga is an interesting one. So yeah, Sananga I haven't tried yet. That's, I, uh... I have some that um, we can use you can try yeah <laughs> um it's a very intense sensation to the eyes so it's a single drop in each eye the way the shaman described it is like come to the front of your mat sit tilt your head back open your eyes i'm going to do one drop and then another blink your eyes a couple times and then open your eyes to see the light of sananga and for about five minutes Two to five minutes. You can't open your eyes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that shit burns. Yeah. It hurts so bad. Like, oh, why yeah. would I do this to myself? Right. Um, it is said to clean the pineal gland. Right. To and so the main one, clean the pineal gland. Very brings you into the present because when you're in that much sensation, there's like no place else I could have been. Right I'm in my eyes, I'm <laughs> feeling my eyes a hundred and something percent. Yeah, and then through all of that pain and whatever comes up, I was like bawling. Oh, uh, especially the second night of the ayahuasca ceremony. Um, through that cleansing, kind of like a purge. Um, it removes the negative energies. Mm. So kind of like the, so they also use tobacco, like rape or like the smoke to mm -hmm. remove negative spirits. Or, okay. Um, energies like this removes them from within you so that when you go into ceremony, um, I think especially with a psychedelic or plant medicine such as uh, psilocybin or ayahuasca, yeah. that you're a little bit more here and cleanse right there is a whole diet uh dieta for these medicines mm. uh, or specifically ayahuasca um so be sure if you go to follow that because yeah. i it's like a part of the culture you know you're like it's not a part of our culture right it's yeah. somebody else's culture that's being shared whether it's through somebody who's from our culture or not it's there's a reason behind why they diet in a certain way and why yeah. you shouldn't eat meat and why you shouldn't be doing these other drugs and why you actually have to abstain from sex and mm. yeah. keep your energies. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I love, uh, and I, one of the things I do appreciate about plant medicines that I'm finding is that they're not clean. They're kind of <laughs> dirty. You know, there's a lot involved in it. It's, it's yeah. literally, it's not taking a pill. It's not you know, smoking a pipe. It's not, it's, it's like you're purging, you're doing work. Like there's shit happening. You're sweating, you're crying sometimes. Like the work is like, it's in the medicine. Like the, the outcome is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But like 
the medicine is working itself. Right. And I think that's, again, like that goes back to the whole cleaning analogy I made earlier. You know, it's like, it's, it's, (laughs) it's nasty work that we got to this place. Mm-hmm. We might not remember how shitty that stuff was, what we did yeah. and we, we experienced, but that, to get to that place, it's going to get fucking dirty coming out too. Yeah. Right. And I remember my, uh, I had a, had a friend going through, um, through detox one time and, uh, and, uh, the person that was helping them detox said, how long have you been using this stuff while they're, you know, shaking on the couch, sweating, you know, pooping themselves and stuff. It's like, how long have you been, been on this stuff? Two years. Okay. So expect it to be two years before you get your shit right. Mm-hmm. you're on the journey yeah don't run away from it embrace yeah. it and walk forward you know and that's i think that's one of the things with plant medicines you know it's it's not going to be this gentle like hey here's a nice oh, little cozy yeah. like let's gonna let you i know hey i'm gonna beat you up a little bit I'm gonna get that shit loose then you'll probably have some fun stuff down the road but like right now it's gonna be kind of shitty yeah. okay i didn't mention this other one yeah so on sunday morning after being up all night Saturday, which was the second night of the ayahuasca ceremony, okay. they offered combo, oh, which right. is the, I forget what kind of frog, tree frog from the jungle, the yeah. bright green one. Right, right. Um, And it's an enzyme that's excreted by this frog that then through the gates is applied to the human body which Mm. causes a purging effect one way or the other (laughs) um not everybody has a physical like purge again it can also be crying or whatever but um the gates are little burns into the skin and then the enzymes applied to it as it dries your our body soaks that up, which in roughly 10 to 20 minutes causes a purging effect. Mm. Um, my experience was really clean in the sense that like smooth. Okay. Like it wasn't hard to purge. It was like, okay, okay. 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 I'm puking out like really, gnarly bile like deep yellow goop Mm. after drinking like almost two gallons of water and then having the medicine applied so it's like an opposite colonics in a sense Mm, interesting um and then from that work of purifying my internal um i feel like a strength did come from that Mm. Um, later that day I like danced for six hours at a cacao ceremony and it was beautiful. And then three days later I was, I hiked for 16 hours up two volcanoes, Akatananga and Fuego. And I was just like, there, Vipassana helped me, breath work helped me. And like, you know, all of the work that I've done for my body, um, and being clean without really like harmful substances like alcohol and Mm -hmm. cocaine, which were habits of the past for me right um yeah i was like head of the pack hiking up with 18 kilos on my pack oh, so shit. wow it was like i don't know I've, I've i'm putting a little bit of that with the combo like help give me that strength to nice. like really just go and mm. be um yeah powerful yeah. Cleared out all that that shit that didn't need to be there anymore. Exactly. Yeah, allowed you and to show up the way you wanted to. That was that was a cool concept around the purge part of um, working with these medicines because yes, it is dirty and like 
I puked in a rape ceremony, and I puked from um, ayahuasca, and mm-hmm. I puked from combo, and this was all within weeks of each other, and all, in essence, chosen by me to experience. Um, but each time, like with the ayahuasca, I was experiencing a lot of my father wounds coming mm. up, and I was crying and open to like receiving these messages and trusting the medicine and the songs of the shamans that were being sung were singing the medicine through me. And as I started to release some of these holdings uh, against my father Mm -hmm. and the different father figures in my life and the idea that I need a father um, when I can just father myself, um, really like allowed the purge to happen which then led to the veil being lifted from this realm to the next um is the best way i can describe it yeah but in that like looking and honoring what came out of me what i let go of literally out of my body like yeah and like looking and going thank you for being a part of my life and like you're no longer necessary in my life and physically taking it out to the banana tree and dumping it out back into nature to be dissolved into the rest of everything it's right. like that's a beautiful experience ah, and like that's really cool yeah don't go like puke yourself and do this or anything yeah. but like <laughs> what do you need to let go of yeah. and you know you know what that is somewhere within you like there's something you're holding on to that can be released and will you be better for it most likely and then honor that like thank thank yourself for getting you to hear thank whatever that was it needs to be let go of and then proceed without it right and know that it might show back up that's okay Mm -hmm. you know you know how to deal with it now yeah yeah exactly yeah and i think you know there's a a lot of times we get we beat ourselves up for the thing we've just let go like Mm -hmm. how did i get there in the first place doesn't matter you let it go yeah let it go that's not part of your story anymore guilt and shame can has nothing to do with love totally totally yeah Yeah. that's lovely man uh so and uh, just to reiterate and cam mentioned this earlier plant medicines are not for everybody we're not advocating go out and do all plant medicines you know but if they're something you're called to then you know if it's something that you can do and you want to maybe learn more about you know you can reach out to one of us but uh but you know it's uh it's an option that's out there right and it's a beautiful option you know and there's uh and it's it's slowly becoming more readily available you know Mm -hmm. and and I think one of the things that, uh, you know, we take, uh, cannabis very, I, I personally can say that I take cannabis for granted a lot as, as a, being a plant medicine, mm-hmm. it's more of a daily use and I'm not very ceremonial around my cannabis use. Um, but for all the other plant medicines that I do ingest, um, there is very much a ceremony around it and a very much in- an intention around it. And I'm trying to get better about my cannabis usage, um, and trying to make, uh, more conscious decisions about when and why I use. Um, but with, uh, psilocybin, with, uh, hopping now with, uh, uh, cacao, you know, things like that. It's not like I'm just going to wake up in the morning and make myself a fresh cup of cacao and sit down and read my book. It's like, nah, man, I'm going to, I'm going to get into myself and meditate and like, think about what's going on in life. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a reason why I'm going with these plant medicines, yeah. you know? So, um, but, uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, t- I would love to see if you want to walk us through maybe a little breath, uh, a little breath work, man. A little breath work. Yeah, as we start to wrap, uh, wrap things up here a little bit. Yeah. Um, keep an eye on the time yeah. for this one. Um, 
Yeah, so if you're driving, definitely uh, <laughs> pause this and come back to it when you can be in a comfortable space in your home, um, as there can be some effects that would affect your driving. Um, that's my that's my waiver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, be in a comfortable space in your home, whether it's seated or lying down, and I think... I'm called to the heart coherence breath, mm. which is fairly simple. And then, um, yeah, because if I'm, if you'd like to work with me with breath, um, we can go into more of the conscious connected breath work and you can follow me on Instagram and we'll give you all that later. But the heart coherence breath will just take a couple minutes to tune into self. This breath is... Also, like similar to cacao, a heart opener, and it really brings us into coherence with each other. Hmm. Um, however far away we are, this works on Zoom rooms. I've seen beautiful experiences of people just really connecting energetically through this breath um, from across the world. Hmm. And so it's really simple. It's a five-second inhale and a five-second exhale. However, those want to come. I usually do an in through the nose, out through the mouth. Um, and, yeah, and then I think we'll actually do a little bit of conscious connected breath just to, like, amp up the energy a little bit. Mm -hmm. So taking a moment to guide you through that. It, I guide it from more of the rebirthing tradition, which is an open mouth inhale that's active and then a soft passive exhale um if you do have epilepsy suffer from seizures any glaucoma or retina issues as well as heart or lung um ailments i recommend that you just do a connected breath through the nose or even just listen to the sound of my voice and just breathe your natural breath. Um, again, I recommend this as a conscious connected breath. Um, that's what we're working in. So the inhale connects to the exhale. So there's no pauses, like an ocean wave goes mm, in and okay. out. The ocean never stops sending waves to the beach, right? Right. So... We'll do a few rounds of the coherence breath really coming into our heart. Then I'll guide a few minutes of the conscious connected breath. Usually I guide it with music, um, but we'll just do this for a little bit. And then I'm going to highly recommend that you take five to ten minutes to journal. And if you feel like reaching out to us with your journal um, entry, your writing, your drawing, whatever, we would love to see that because yeah. I just love creative minds and we all have such a divine creative force within us. Definitely. So now that you're in your comfortable space, because that was a really long jam on words, I'm sure you're home by now. Um, yeah, just find a comfortable seat. We'll do the seated. And allow the eyes to soften, to close, and just allow your mind to focus on your breath, like we do at the beginning of yoga classes. Just watch the inhale and exhale as they happen naturally, without forcing anything to be... 
Feel your body, how it's resting on the earth. Feel your muscles, how they're resting on the bones. Feel the air, how it's resting on your skin. And now feel the air as it comes in through the nose and out through the mouth. I'll begin counting. So find an exhale completely, removing all the air from the body. And five second inhale beginning. One, two, three, four, five. Exhaling through the mouth. Five, four, three, two, one. Inhaling, one, two, three, four, five. Exhaling, four, three, two, one. Inhale, one, two, three, five. Exhale, four, three, one. Inhale. Four, five, exhale. Two, one, inhale. One, two. exhale. Four, three, two. inhale. Exhale. Three more rounds. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Soft exhale. Allow the mouth to remain open. And begin breathing in through the mouth. And soft exhales out of the mouth. As you breathe in through the mouth, Fill up the whole torso. So fill up your whole diaphragm. Breathe the belly wide and all the way up to your heart. And when you exhale, soften all of the muscles of the body. If you end up lying down, awesome. Keep the throat open, keep the mouth open and breathe in and out. Just like 90 seconds of this. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale, continue at your pace, in through the mouth, out through the mouth, filling your whole body, your whole vessel, feeling any tingling that might come up, any strong sensation or resistances that might be there, maybe a tightness in the hands or jaw. Can the exhales relax all of that tension while the inhale continues to activate? And while we're doing this, we're telling the sympathetic nervous system to be aware. And we're telling the parasympathetic nervous system to also be online and continue to be soft and receiving. As you inhale, sympathetic nervous system. As you exhale, parasympathetic nervous system inhaling activate exhale soften surrender 30 more seconds go at your own pace in through the mouth 
out through the mouth. Maybe sounds come up. Maybe an emotion wants to come up. If you don't feel ready for that, you're always welcome to contact me. One more full big breath in and just let it all go. And find a soft breath through the nose once more. Our nose, our nostril breath is our deactivator. It's like our brake pedal, but not like a step on the brake. More like we're taking our foot off of the gas, letting ourselves coast as we slow, and then the stop can be nice and easy. Take a few moments to really feel how your body is now. What is the quality there? What's the quality in the breath as you allow the body to be breathed? And how is the quality in your mind after just a few minutes of consciously breathing? Thank you for going on a little mini journey with me. would love to go on full journeys with all of you. And I welcome Adam back. How was that for you, bro? That was beautiful, man. Thank you so much. Mm. I, uh, it's been a while since I've had a guided breath work. And, that was uh, like three minutes. <laughs> that was I'm still, man. Three minutes was great. It, uh, it felt great. And... Uh, uh, you know, it's it's beautiful because I have a I have a Reiki client after this this meeting, you know, so or this interview. So it's it's nice to uh, to kind of switch gears and to uh, and go from that external extroverted. Let me let's just have a conversation and, and talk to. Let me hold space for you while uh, while we uh, while we journey together in this mm-hmm. healing. So uh, thank you, man. That was that was beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah. My pleasure. My man. pleasure. Well, uh, so I think uh, we'll uh, we'll wrap things up there. But uh, so lots of lots of uh, notes in the show notes today. There'll be a lot of links. Um, so whenever you get to the uh, after this podcast, if you want to d- dive into some of the stuff Camo talked about, some of the books he referenced, uh, we'll have that in the show notes. But um, but if you uh, if you are called, man, uh, Cam is one of the best uh, Reiki practitioners, breathwork practitioners, just human beings to hold space. Uh, if you're, if you're called to do some of this work, uh, please reach out to cam. He's, uh, he's really gifted at what he does and, uh, and is, is, a is really, really an amazing human being. So please reach out. And, uh, and again, if it's not cam, if it's not me, find your healing, you know, you don't have to find your healer, but find your healing. Yeah. You know, we're all, we're all, we all have the ability to heal ourselves. Sometimes it takes some guidance. Sometimes we can find it, but find the person that can help you out on your journey you got two of them talking to you right now. Reach out to us if we can be of any help. But yeah. much love. 100%, man. Um, to just like piggyback on that for Please. just a second. Yep. I know we don't have that much time left. Um, 
you are your own healer yes i'm at least speaking for me i'm here to help facilitate you into your healing and you're the one who does the work you're the one who takes the tools that uh, are offered whether it's from beautiful adam beautiful monica beautiful me whoever it is that's being an aid to you wherever you're finding finding your healing like that's that's you being on your path Mm. and walk it you know don't just talk it walk it yes embrace that path yeah um can i give him like my email yeah yeah hit him up yeah so you can reach out at instagram at camo.lionheart or email me info at camo c-a-m-o dash lionheart just like it sounds dot com so info at camo lionheart.com is my email um i have links in my instagram bio to book consultations with me and yeah look Beautiful forward stuff. to hearing from you all and yeah look forward to our next conversation brother oh yeah yeah much love brother yeah man later thank you all right thank you so much for joining us uh love talking with camo love the information he's got uh, if you want to connect with Cam or uh, check out any of the information that we talked about, you can hit up the show notes for the links. And uh, please subscribe to the podcast if you're liking it and share it with your friends. Get the community built. And uh, thank you again. Obeisance and love to you all. And see you next time.